Hello and welcome to another episode of the Raya Losani Podcast. I'm your host, Eduardo Rasso. And on this episode, we have Janet Garza, who is a Monterey-based reporter for Campeonas MX and Universal Deportes. She covers both Rayadas and Rayados on a week-to-week basis. If you don't know who she is, she she pretty much she posts a lot of good content on match days for pre-game, post-game, and anything in between. So if you don't follow her, definitely recommend you to do that because the season is fast approaching. And like I said, she's a really good follow. Before we get on to the episode, there's two things I, I want to talk about. First, make sure to give us a, a review and a rating on iTunes if that's what you listen uh, via via you know the, the Apple podcast. It really helps. And two, there is there's a couple, there's a lot of Spanish. There's not a lot of Spanish. It's a mixture of both English and Spanish. Just because she was, you know, she 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 talked both English and Spanish. So I want to give a heads up to people who don't speak Spanish uh, that there is a little bit of Spanish uh, speaking uh, in in the, in this episode. So just uh, a reminder and give you guys a heads up. And yeah, without further ado, uh, enjoy the episode. have a special guest pat uh we have janet garza uh she does i uh if if you're a rayados uh supporter uh you should already know who she is because if like all the game day stuff like in around in around the stadium at the bbba she does a lot of like the reporting for let me get this right uh, campeones or campeonas MX and Universal Deportes. So, Janet, uh, gracias por estar aquí. Uh, thank you for, for being here. Uh, we're going to start first with Rayadas, but not like their season or their, you know, we're going to do some preview stuff for them. But before we get to that, the whole league, uh, Liga MX Femenil, they have a sponsor. So, Janet, can you tell us how big of a deal this new sponsorship for the league is? Yeah, well, uh, I think it's a big step for the Liga Femenil because they have been supported like by themselves, and it has like they didn't get much importance to the Liga, so a lot of people didn't take it seriously, and it makes it feel like it was a new league and with this i feel like more people are going to take it seriously just like the liga WBA, that actually recently changed its name too <laughs> so i think it's a big deal with all the money that is going to be in the teams now yeah that's that's one of the main things i wanted because i think rayadas they have a club that has a lot of money that they can help support the women's squad, but a lot of other clubs or a lot of lot of squads they don't have that financial support from, from you know what Rayados or the the parent ownership has. Like, yeah. did you ever did you ever think this would happen this quickly? Because Liga Mekis Femenil only has like two years in existence. Do you ever think this would happen this quickly? Uh, I really didn't see it happen this quickly. I mean, especially because a lot of teams didn't have to the effort in making a better team or a competition with Gaias or Tigres, for example. Uh, so I didn't see this coming, actually. It was uh, a surprise for me. A lot of people, a lot of media that covers coming in. It was a surprise, really. Pat, uh, do you want to ask anything? Yeah, uh, first of all, hey, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's a really cool uh, invite for us, for you to come here. Um, my question is, what do you think will be the first impact? Of course, those will come with a lot of money. So what do you think La Liga Femenil needs to work on first with this money? Uh, well, first of all, 
I think we need to put the girls in the stadiums. A lot of teams didn't play in the big stadiums, just like Pumas. They play in the cantera, la cantera. And Rayadas actually didn't play all its games in the BWA. They played at the bar, uh, El Barrial or uh-huh. uh, like that. So I think that's the first step because a lot of people need to see them more. And a lot of people, like for example, here in Monterrey, don't want to go to the barrio. It's, it's yeah. very far, and I think that's the first big step that they need to make. Um, and uh, you speaking about that, I heard or I saw somewhere on Twitter saying that Rayas will will have half of their matches in the BBVA and half of their matches uh, somewhere else. Is that is that right? Okay. For I their home games. I don't know exactly the information. I heard that they could play in uh, El Tecnológico. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but it could be a possibility because of the la cancha de, de BUA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Está muy maltratada, entonces. Yeah, yeah that's a... That's a step that that needs to get fixed. Not, I mean, not for not because it's for Rayados. It's for both teams. Mm-hmm. But we we definitely have to find a way to have it, uh, you know, protected just to, so that when it counts the most, when we're in La Liguilla with both teams, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. field to be in the best, best, um, uh, you know, place. Eddie, I I wanted to touch on that because I remember last season, uh, it was against, I believe. Pumas in that uh, Ligia, the second leg. And I remember you posted the field was really bad. Not a lot of people stayed. Do you, how far has Riot, like the support from the people in Monterrey, like how far has it come since they came into the league? Like, is it, is it still the same amount of people supporting them? Or do you see like a bigger crowd coming, you know, coming in on a weekly basis supporting, supporting the squad? I mean, and sadly, I see the same amount of people. I mean, like 3,000 most. But they are, they are always there. I think that they don't, well, the schedule that I put in Rayadas affect a lot. So I see the same amount of people, but there are a lot of people that can go to the stadium or El Barrial that support them. So I think. Internet supporters, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just because the, the the team is really good. Their, last season, they had, like, yeah. their best season ever. Granted, it ended in disappointment. But, you know, this is a really good team. They have, you know, the I think they have one of the best squads in Liga Mekis Family. Sure, they don't have that trophy to show it. But mm-hmm. if you go out there, you see, the, you know, I've I've started following them this past like this past clausura was like the first time I tr- you know being in the in the United States I can only watch through streams if I'm able to find one or just highlights through Twitter and and whatever you post and and other people that report during them during their matches and I think you know especially now that this a lot of people are getting captivated by the women's World Cup. Do you think you'll see more people showing up to to watch them? Because, you know, I think when you know women's football, you have to just experience it in person and see how much these these women put in the same amount of effort. You know, same as the men, they put everything. You know, granted, it it might be a little bit different, but still, if you go there, you see how much blood, sweat, and tears they they put for each other matches. Do you think? You know, with the whole Women's World Cup captivating a lot of people, do you think it will spark more interest? Yeah, I think so because the girls play like you said, they played really well. They had the best season this last season, and they have gone pretty far. I mean, there's just one Liga they didn't pass. So the girls are a very great team. They're I know very. United, I don't know. So I think this World Cup is going to um, come to us. I, I, just, my English is 
Okay. One more thing before we go on to like the the previews of both squads. Do you think? What do you think is that next step that Mexico in general needs to do to qualify for the Women's World Cup? In your opinion, because they didn't qualify this year, so you know, they, I mean, considering like these other countries, I, I just look at the United States. They beat up on a lot of these countries but when i saw them in the friendly against mexico like maybe a couple weeks before the world cup started i mean mexico lost but it wasn't that bad like it wasn't the 13 nothing thailand had and you know it was i think if i remember 3-1 or it was it was it was relatively close so what do you think mexico in general needs to do uh whether it be find more financial support or or anything in general so that way they can qualify for uh, the World Cup or the Women's World Cup in uh, in four years? I think they need uh, to see more the, uh, can I talk in Spanish? <laughs> yeah, si, sí, no, si, sí, si. Sí. Okay. Eh, yo siento que principalmente necesitan vernos a las chicas de la liga porque siento que se están encerrando mucho en las mismas seleccionadas y hay muchísimo más talento dentro de la Liga de MX Femenil. Además de que la Liga de MX Femenil lleva apenas dos años, mientras que la de Estados Unidos lleva muchísimos años, la de Francia, la de Sevilla. Entonces siento que México apenas va empezando, se está encerrada, encerrado en sus mismas seleccionadas, que incluso Rebeca Bernal, Liga de Mercados, o sea, las mismas seleccionadas de siempre, porque no había una liga para ver esos talentos. Entonces yo siento que en estos próximos cuatro años, con el crecimiento que va a tener la Liga, más el patrocinador que viene, que es el BBVA, siento que va a crecer más la Liga y eso va a ayudar más a la selección, para ver más jugadoras destacadas, ver jugadoras que tal vez necesiten, necesite esta selección y lamentablemente sacar jugadoras que simplemente ya no dan para la selección. Pat, ¿tienes algo más? Yeah. No, that's very interesting to hear that. I, I never thought of that, thought of it that way. Uh, but it's true. The Liga is, is pretty new. And it, it, the process from last World Cup to this one was four years, right? And La Liga has been in, in place for three years. So they, mm -hmm. they haven't been in it for the full process. So maybe, hopefully, for this new process, for the next World Cup, they can see more of the talent that we have in our own league instead of doing with the same old, same old right? Uh, so that's really interesting. Hopefully, we see more of that coming in for the next for the next World Cup. Um, so Rayadas is is buying players. I I think they bought like six or seven players, right? Mm -hmm. um, what do you think? Is that the new the next step to win the championship for next semester, or is it more of a a renewal of a team, or what did this new new signings mm -hmm. bring to the team? I think it's what it means because. The positions that they came uh, are the positions that were failing, like uh, lateral izquierda, that's a position that was always a headache for the team, always, like all the tournaments that lateral was a headache, so I think it's a great reinforcement there. So I think it's what they need, really. It's not just because, oh, we need to hire someone what they need to do. Like, considering that they, lost, that they had probably their best season, I like that they just didn't stay. They didn't stay. You know, they didn't just say, hey, we'll bring back the entire squad back and, and we'll go at, go at it again. They Like Pat said, they brought in seven. Like, I lost count how many uh, reinforcements they brought. I think last time I counted, it was like seven. I know they recently brought someone else. I, I, her name is slipping, but I know they brought in someone else to make it like eight new faces to the team, and they're pushing everybody on the on the squad, saying, "Hey, these these new, new reinforcements. I mean, they're here for competition, so you need to come in. You know, now that the preseason is going on, they need to come in and they need to perform because." I'm pretty sure these eight people or these eight women they didn't come in and just wanted to sit on the bench. So how, what do you think this competition between all these positions is going to do for the squad? Uh, I think it's going to be better for the team because a lot of girls that were in the team that uh, have already gone, 
decision and uh, they were just at the bench or not they didn't even put a foot on the field so I think that's what it needs, the, the team needs because there was no competition so the girls feel like very comfortable like oh I'm, I'm always playing I'm always playing so this is what they need uh, someone that can make them feel like hey I can win your play so you need to put more effort in this so transitioning now to like their season, just because we already started touching on them a little bit, what do you expect out of this team? You know, the the reporter in you, the journalist in you, how far do you think Rayadas can go this uh, Apertura season? I think they can make it to the Liga. They have the team. I don't know how difficult it's going to be because obviously Tigres is going to be there and Tigres had Natalia Gomez Junco, so... It's going to be pretty hard for them, but I believe that they can do it. And they, no, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. I think they, no, it's okay. I think they have what it, what it means to win the championship, but I, I need to see how they, because this season is going to be not in groups like it was last season. It's going to be like the 19 teams, I think there are. All against all, so it's gonna be different this tournament mm-hmm. a lot. Would, who do you think are some of the biggest uh, threats to the title? It's, if it's not Rayadas, who else or what other team can win it all? Uh, Tigres, I feel that America, uh, Pachuca, Atlas are very competitive teams, they have grown up so much, just like Rayaras, mm-hmm. and they have put money on the team, so they are the most difficult competition for Rayaras. For you last season, because we had uh, Yvonne Valnav, who does the social media stuff for, for Rayadas a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago, and you know we asked her during the Clausura season who's impressed her, like who's come along, you know who's come a long way, you know during the season. I want to ask you this uh, for this Apertura season: Who do you think will break out this season? Like who do you think they're gonna have a really big season in your opinion? I think the Cidamonte Rice is going to have. A very great season because she needs to. She's always making an effort. She's always trying to be better. She's always trying to win the El Campeonato de Goleo. So I think she's going to be great. I mean, in the preseason match, she scored uh, two goals. So I think this year, although you know, Angelista, she's coming from a Malaysian. So I think she's going. They are the ones that are going to be free. Uh, just because you touched on Desiree, like mm-hmm. the out of all like the new recruits, they didn't bring. Like it's it's kind of funny how Rayadas and Rayadas intertwine here, but yeah. you know both. You know, the striker position, like, that's set. Like, you know who's going to be the striker. Do you think that they should have brought in someone to create some kind of competition for her? Because, I mean, I, I love her. Like, she's a really good striker. She's 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 She puts up goals. But against Tigres and the, and the Leguia, like, I know she didn't have her best performance. And I know in that first leg, she got injured. Like, her head, you know, she... Yeah. Yeah, she got injured, so I don't know if she was ever the same, but I think they rely on her too much, and I feel like if, if I don't know how, like, serious her injury was, you know, because in a week, I, I thought she, maybe she had a concussion, and I don't think in a week you can get over a concussion, so it's like, you think they should have brought in another striker? I mean, not to replace her or anything like that, but to at least have someone just in case for, like, another, like, injury you know, just to have someone that they can rely on? Uh, I think they already have that position pretty well covered because they had Dinora Garza or Daniela Solis and even the Diana Angelista are pretty good scorers. So I think no, 
Well, my younger would be no, because they have pretty good, like, position, yeah. like, yeah. a lot of people. Because I, I just want them to be Tigres, finally. <laughs> and, like, what do you <laughs> think, too. like, what what's been like they've had two chances like what do you think has gone wrong for them against the is there something that we you can say hey this is what's gone wrong against Tigres because we've seen it in four matches and two finals that they just can't beat them like you know and obviously they're gonna have to go to you know have to go to Tigres again because they're not going anywhere they're you know if not they're getting better so you know what why can't they beat them I really don't know. I feel like it's more mental. <laughs> like, and, well, the el arbitraje, I feel. Bueno, el arbitraje siento que ha tenido mucho que ver mm. en los últimos partidos. Siempre, bueno, el, el torneo anterior hubo una expulsión completamente injusta a Mariana Cadena. Y siento que en la final anterior a esta también hubo problemas de arbitraje ahí, una mano que en realidad no era mano, que se marca, y así que tiras me calman del empate, entre otras cosas. Entonces siento que el arbitraje ha influido mucho por ahí, pero también siento que es lo mental, siento que cuando Raya se enfrenta a Tigres, sienten un poco de más presión que con cualquier otro equipo. I mean, we have it with Rayados too. Like, it, it, I, like, I really do think it's it's all mental. It's a mental aspect. But you know, like I said, this season, I mean, Tigres isn't going anywhere. Do you think maybe third time is a charm? Do you think this year is finally it, where they can able, where they can put, you know, where they can get past them and put that those demons to rest? Do you think it's? I mean, they brought in a lot of like eight people, eight reinforcements. So they're they they know that they gotta beat Tigres. They know that's you know I I don't want to discount you know discount any other the other squads mm -hmm. because you know the you know I saw them you know against Pachuca they fell behind but they were able to you know get themselves out of that situation mm -hmm. and just against Tigres do you think this season will be any different or or do you like try not to be a, a fan but do you think <laughs> In, in like it, the reporter side of you, do you think they've made enough, you know, changes or, or brought in new people that they can finally beat Tigres? Yo sí lo creo. Siento que una cara nueva, mentalidades nuevas pueden hacer que el equipo en conjunto trabaje mejor. Porque como te dije, siento que es más mental el hecho de no poder vencer a Tigres que algo táctico o estratégico. Entonces yo siento que estas caras nuevas van a traer una mejor mentalidad a ese, a ese tipo de, de partidos. Entonces yo digo que en esta temporada yo digo que se los podrían vencer. Aparte de que se mejoraron posiciones en las que Tigres aprovechaba mucho para, para meterle el gol a rayadas. Lo que te vengo diciendo de esa lateral izquierda, yo los goles que recuerdo de Tigres siempre caían por esa banda. Era una banda donde Tigres hacía lo que quería, entonces con esa banda reforzada por fin después de tantos torneos, yo siento que también eso va a ser un punto a favor para las rayadas en este torneo. Pat, do you want to ask anything on on the rayadas uh, pre or preview? No, I think we covered it all. But one thing that, like you said, that rayados and rayadas intertwine a lot with the number nine position, um, and also with well, one thing they don't intertwine with is that the fact that Rayas did a mentality, mentality switch by signing all these players and something that Rayas has not done um, so far, no? So maybe that's a, a way to, to transition into that Rayas talk because we haven't seen signings so far, right? So uh, what, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do we need? What does Rayas uh, need? What do you think is the best position or the neediest position to, to strengthen? The Rayados. Sinceramente, o sea, no es por reventar a Rogelio Fomes Mori ni mucho menos, pero siento que se necesita una verdadera competencia para Rogelio Fomes Mori. 
Siento que los refuerzos que se han traído, ya sea Saliva, Arbareiro, no han estado al nivel de Funes Mori, por lo tanto, no se tiene una competencia en, en ese nivel, entonces siento que Funes Mori está muy confiado de que siempre va a ser el titular, y pues uh -huh. tristemente todos lo hemos visto, o sea, no ha dado lo que da no, en la temporada regular, no lo ha dado en las finales, de hecho no se ha aparecido en ninguna final que yo recuerde. Sí. Siento que necesitamos un delantero que sea mínimo del nivel de Funes Mori, de ahí para arriba. Es la, lo que necesita Rayan. Sí, algo para competir, para al menos pensar que, oh, man, I can lose, actually lose my spot. Sí, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, no, I was just going to ask, what do you think of all these striker sagas? Like, we had, we saw so many names, like, were you, like, how did you, like, did you believe any of these rumors? Or what did you think, you know, I know there was uh, Dario Benedetto, there was Luke de Jong, there was, um, so, I, I don't even, I can't even name at the top of my head. There were so Stuani, many. Rondon. Yeah. Did, some people are forgetting even Podolski appeared at some point. Yeah. Everything. Did you believe any of those rumors, or what did you think of all those rumors? El único que veía un poco más probable era Darío Benedetto, pero sinceramente a mí se me hacía algo muy fuerte para manejar para la directiva. Yo ha fallado incluso con jugadores de un calibre más bajo. A mí se me hacía muy difícil que trajeran a alguien de tan alto nivel. O sea, no es por ser pesimista con el equipo ni con esta directiva, pero pues ha fallado mucho en ese aspecto, entonces sí era algo muy difícil de creer, yeah. por eso digo que el más posible era Darío Benedetto, pero pues también vimos que no quería venir uh -huh. ni siquiera a la Liga Mexicana. Uh, I was going to ask, did you, did you, do you have someone, like, is there someone that you wish Rayados would go for? Like, who's your striker that you would say this person is the one that they should go after? That's realistically, like... So many people were saying Balotelli. We, we we were talking about this earlier. Like, like you know, there, there's you know, like try to keep it realistic. Like, did you think about the, like who who do you have in mind that you thought that maybe Rayado should go after? Ah, se me fue el nombre del jugador era el delantero de Santos. Giannini. Oh, Giovanni dos Santos. Eh, no, 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 el, el, oh, el, el no, es, es porque ah, oí sí, Santos, y lo más dije porque hoy, hoy, ah, no. hoy, no, no, no. Yeah, hoy, hoy eh, pues no está oficial, pero hoy uh -huh. fichó con, con América, dicen, pero no, 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 pero sigue, sigue, sigue. Sí, no, es que olvidé su nombre completamente, es un delantero del equipo de Santos. Que se me fue el nombre. Oh, Furch. Mm -hmm. Furch, sí. Sí, siento que yeah. sería excelente. Sí, yeah. es probable. I think... I, I agree with Janet. Like, Rayos is, is, is in a weird situation where they're looking for a, a top striker, but they're looking for strikers that still have market in Europe, that they're not going to come to Mexico because, because of, you know, of money, because they earn the same money in Europe. So you have to, mm. if you have to go in La Liga Mexicana, I think Furch is a great a great um, forward to go for, or even Cavalini, which is another one that that appeared. Yeah. Uh, I I know that the number nine position is is a total mystery. We'll never know if we ever do sign anybody. I guess we'll figure it out some way or somehow. Uh, but there's possibilities of people leaving, like Pizarro, like Charlie. Um, mm -hmm. And 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 those are positions that we also have to think about about you know uh, uh, repairing when they leave or when if they do leave. So apart from the striker, what's another position that you think uh, Monterrey should look after? Well, I feel they are very complete actually. Perdón, siento que están muy completos. Siento que si acaso la posición del portero, por alguna razón no me sigue convenciendo tanto. Siento que su defensa sí está muy bien. O sea, Tímico Sánchez, César Montes en la central, a mí me gusta muchísimo. Pero la posición del portero también siento que les ha fallado un poco. Yo sé que Barbero es buenísimo, tiene un gran talento. Incluso si no está él, está Luis Cárdenas. 
pero yeah. por alguna razón, no sé por qué porteros que vienen de un gran nivel cuando llegan aquí a Monterrey bajan ese nivel, no, no sé si es el entrenador de porteros o simplemente se sienten muy cómodos aquí y no sé qué es lo que sucede en esa posición. I wanted to ask, do you think, what's your opinion on Maximesa? Do you think he can be what he was brought, you know, what he was at Independiente? Because he scored today uh, in the friendly against Santos. He scored. And I, I want to believe that these are all good signs that he will go back to that form that he had in, in Argentina. Do you believe that, you know, Rayados will get that Maximesa this season? Yo sí lo creo, o sea, yo sinceramente siento que lo que a él le falta es minutos y le faltaba un poco acoplarse al fútbol mexicano. Estoy diciendo que esta temporada podría dar, tal vez, si no, no, sé, no digo que sea el goleador de esta temporada, ni mucho menos, pero yo siento que mínimo si va a resaltar un poco más. Digo, yo siento que este gol de pretemporada puede ser solo el inicio de que Máximo se está diciendo, oye, aquí estoy, para que sea tomado en cuenta por Diego Alonso, porque pues no recuerdo haberlo visto en titular casi en ningún juego, entonces siento que se le tiene que dar la oportunidad para que él pueda levantar y acoplarse más al estilo de juego. Who do you think needs to have a big season this like who who are you expecting to have a big season if Rayados finally wants to win that to win the league? Like who do you think has to have a really big season? And I'm including Pizarro. I'm not including Pizarro and, and Charlie just in case they leave because Obviously, if they stay, then those two are really big, you know, big parts of what we want to do. But aside from those two, like, who do you think needs to have a really good season if, if Rayados want to finally win their league? I think that the piece is very clear in the quadro of Rayados is Dorlan Pavón. Because the Lejos Mori, obviously, has never been able to win. He's been y sin duda, Celso también siento que es una pieza clave muy importante en el equipo, que también tiene que destacar un poco. Sí. Y en la ciudad defensiva siento que Nico Sánchez. Él es el que, o sea, fuera de que es el defensa goleador y todo, es quien organiza mucho la defensa, quien los tiene en orden, entonces siento que él está en orden, la defensa está en orden. And I wanted to ask on Jonathan Gonzalez because I feel like he got lost last clausura. Mm -hmm. Like he got lost in the shuffle. He lost his starting position and we just completely forgot about him. If Charlie Rodriguez leaves, then more than likely he needs to, you know, he assumes back that position. Do you think that he'll have a bounce back season? What do you expect out of him? Do you know? Porque no siento que se vaya a descarrilar. La verdad, ya Tom González no sé a qué se le da su bajo rendimiento. No sé si tuvo éxito muy joven o, o a qué se le da, pero yo siento que Charlie va por un buen camino. Hasta ahora no se le ha subido esa familia. Entonces, siento que esta temporada va a lograr lo mismo que estuvo logrando esta última temporada. Entonces, siento que va a seguir en su mismo nivel. Y que espero, de verdad que no le pase lo mismo que le ha pasado a César Montes, a Jonathan González, este último torneo, entonces esperemos. Pat, ¿es there anything you want to add? No, que no. No, 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 yeah, yeah, sorry, the thing was muted and it sometimes it messed up with me. Um, who do you think is a, like, for example, this season we saw, uh, maybe this was the season that Charlie broke out, right, to the, to the actual to the spotlight of, 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 of all the fans in Mexico. Do you see another player, maybe a youngster that we have that can break out this season? Mm, no, o sea, te mentiría si te dijera algún nombre, porque sinceramente no sigo mucho a los jóvenes, más que ya cuando están jugando con el primer equipo. Entonces siento que te mentiría un poco si te digo algún nombre de alguien que creo que va a destacar. What's your opinion on on um, Diego Alonso? Because he's been taking the wrath out of everybody. Like for like the first when they won the uh, Conca Champions against Tigres, like for the first for that first couple of weeks, 
like nobody was talking bad about him. Like everybody loved him. We saw how happy and emotional he was after he won. But then against Tigres and and you know that hate or that anger towards him came back. What what's your what's your opinion on him? Like what do you think about him? What's can he lead us to a league title? What you know is he? Do you think this is his last chance to try to prove it? Because we saw it against Cruz Azul. We saw it against Tigres. They got a lead in the first game. But then, obviously, he was either def- trying to defend the lead or whatever. He says he wasn't. But, you know, they ended up losing. So what's your opinion on, on Diego Alonso? En muchos lados, mucha gente lo dice, incluso algunos jugadores llegaron a comentarlo indirectamente que el equipo con el que se está trabajando no es un equipo que es para defender el gol o defender la ventaja. Es un equipo que tienes que lanzarse adelante y no sé por qué o no sé qué es lo que le falta a Diego Alonso para ver eso. No lo no lo quiero crucificar todavía, o sea, quiero ver en realidad si está aprendiendo de que este equipo no está para eso. Pero incluso yo siento que el ganarla con Cacaf es lo que le hizo tener un poco más de oportunidad, un poco más de chance para seguir en este proyecto. Siento que si no lo hubiera ganado y aparte quedar eliminado en semifinales, siento que sí hubiera sido su último torneo. Este último torneo que pasó, la verdad, es lo que yo siento. Pero siento que también se tiene que tener una continuidad. Rayados desde que se fue Bucetich no ha tenido una continuidad y siento que eso es lo que lo ha llevado al fracaso constante estos últimos años. No ha tenido una continuidad en ningún proyecto, con los mismos jugadores, no han hecho en realidad un sistema de juego que te digas rayado se identifica por esto. Entonces siento que eso es algo que le hace falta también al equipo y siento que por esa misma razón deberían dejar un poco más de balance que trabaje a los chicos de su manera. Uh, something that's been going on in Monterrey, apart from what goes on in the field, is the lack of uh, abonos that have been sold. Mm-hmm. Or There's been a whole controversy uh, uh, with that. If you can tell us a little bit more about it and why are people not buying it and all that. Sí, bueno, yo siento que es la falta de refuerzos, que no se anunciaron refuerzos. O mucha gente piensa que va a haber más de lo mismo, más de lo que se vio el torneo anterior otra vez tal vez no calificando a línea o calificando y quedando fuera. Entonces, siento que eso no inspira a la gente a comprar abonos, el saber que no ha habido refuerzo, o sea, ni siquiera un refuerzo, oh, man, no ha habido ni un solo refuerzo. Entonces, siento que eso hace que la gente no quiera comprar la abono, además de que los precios están demasiado altos para, o sea, para lo que se ha venido jugando estos últimos años, para no haber ganado un campeonato, para no tener un refuerzo, el precio está muy elevado y no lo han conseguido bajar, no, no ha habido nada que inspira a la aficionada a decir, a decir quiero seguir yendo al estadio. Y los precios me ayudan mucho también. Pat, do you want to add anything else? No, the, uh, the thing is that, yeah, like Janet said, there's not even a signing. Like, we don't expect, now we don't even expect a huge signing. Like, we just want a signing. And, of course, mm-hmm. the people that pay for their tickets for every week to go to the stadium well they want that we look from it we look at it from afar and it, you know it's easier for us to say because we don't pay you know but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully we get people to start going to the stadium and hopefully well the team does something to get the people in the stadium whether that's because it's not even that there's no signings the team doesn't really play amazing football you know it, it doesn't mm-hmm. entice you to go watch a team play one win one zero and then not attack for the rest of the of the match so we'll see what happens with that as far as as far as what happens in the field uh, we saw Rayados lose against Atlanta in the preseason now they yeah. tied against Santos but in the penalties they lost does this mean anything really for for Rayados in the preseason mm. you pero sí estamos viendo que si los seleccionados la verdad Rayados parece, parece que no le está echando las no, yo personalmente siento que Rayados esta pretemporada no le está echando las ganas 
no está jugando su máximo como podría jugar, aparte de que no tiene algunos seleccionados, pero no sé si se le va a dar la importancia o no a estos partidos, porque aunque no estén los seleccionados, pues estaba jugando, a, bueno, lo que yo vi estaba Nico Sánchez, estaba Barbero, estaba Darla Pavón, había resultado, y se me hace increíble que teniendo a los titulares no puedan ganar, bueno, no por desprestigiarlo, pero un Atlanta o a un Santos que también está no estaba en su mejor nivel, entonces no sé qué esperar en realidad de estos rayados, no sé si simplemente no le están echando las ganas a estos partidos de pre pretemporada o es así como van a jugar esta temporada. Uh, Janet, uh, what do you like in the preseason games? Like, what do you look for? Because I know preseason the score doesn't really matter, it's how they play mm -hmm. and nobody gets injured. So, what do you look for in the preseason to tell you, okay, that player looks like He's ready to go in the season. Pues siento que principalmente tienes que ver las ganas que le está echando. O sea, no digo que se estén matando en la cancha por un partido de pretemporada, pero también se nota mucho cuando un jugador simplemente ya no, no, se, no quiere rendir en, o no quiere ser destacado, no quiere. Sí, o sea, ser destacado en algún punto. O sea, yo principalmente me fijo en eso. Pero en el, en el marcador, la verdad, no es algo en lo que yo me fije tanto. O sea, como tú dices, es un partido que no paraba. Lo importante es que no haya lesionados. Pero pues, principalmente también siento que se tiene que ver que los jugadores están en forma para, para el torneo que se viene. Siento que es lo más importante. Uh, no, I think, I think uh, we're ready, right, to start the season. What's a game that you're looking for? forward for apart from the from the classico against Tigres what's a game for Rayados that you think will be important this season in the regular season siento que se presenta muy rápido este torneo porque es una jornada uno pero es el América Rayados siento que es un torneo donde ambos equipos juegan a todo a tope y últimamente se ha hecho un partido muy atractivo muy llamativo en cuanto a fútbol y en cuanto a marcadores entonces es un partido que la verdad busco ver. Siento que es una pequeña lástima personalmente que sea en la primera jornada, pero sí es un partido que estoy ansiosa por ver. Yeah, and because we were talking about this the other day, Rayados really, and we remember that you know we have a, a rest, a week that we rest, um, but to close out the season, we have a pretty easy schedule. So maybe it's better to have the, the tougher teams in the beginning and maybe have the the last five weeks to be easy opponents so that way we get momentum going into a Liguilla, which is really how the Liga MX uh, works, right? It's it's about the last the last few weeks. What do you think about that? Well, see, it's a lot of what you're saying. It's very important that the last few weeks are more high rendimiento than what Rayados pero siento que eso también le ha afectado un poco. Han dejado de ir puntos en esos partidos simplemente porque ya para esas fechas Rayados ya está acomodado en Liguilla generalmente. Entonces, a veces siento que les afecta un poco en el hecho de que podrían conseguir una mejor posición en la tabla, pero ya llegan confiados de que ya están en Liguilla y pues dejan ir puntos o no le ponen tantas ganas, por así decirlo, para que no haya lesionados previo a la Liguilla y cosas así. Pero siento que también les viene muy bien para ya el momento de entrar a la liga y entrar. Ahora sí, con todo. Vaya, no llegar desgastados como algún que otro equipo que tiene los últimos partidos muy difíciles y llegan muy desgastados ya. Yeah, because the last two liguillas we got eliminated against Cruzul and, and against Tigres. It was we got eliminated because of the difference in the table. So it, whether I know we have to protect our players for la liguilla, but we also have to I mean, those points at the end of the day do matter, do matter. And mm -hmm. like, if it wasn't for that, we will be in the in two finals in a row and maybe we win some of them, you know. So mm -hmm. hopefully, hopefully this this is our semester. I don't want you to predict uh, if we want to be champions or anything. But what's mm -hmm. some of your predictions for, for this season? Who, who, you know, what what Diego Alonso can do, maybe you know, because we have Mundial de Clubes also this this semester. So what are some of your predictions for this semester? What are you looking forward for? Yo siento que Rayos va, primero va a ir por la Liga, 
como, bueno, como todos los torneos, pero siento que esta vez sí, Diego Alonso va a enfocarse completamente en eso, para porque siento que sí, se está un poco desesperado por un título, entonces yo siento que esa va a ser una prioridad para él, lo dijo al final de, del torneo, cuando quedó eliminado, el pasado torneo de Tigres, dijo que buscar la liga siempre va a ser su prioridad, entonces yo siento que este semestre ahora sí va a meterle todas las ganas a eso, y siento que va a personalmente siento que va a aprender de los errores que cometió, o sea, ya fueron dos semifinales seguidas en las que pierdes por posición en la tabla, por defender el gol, entonces yo siento que ya tiene que aprender de eso, o sea, para mí la, la tercera es la vencida, entonces siento que ya digo, no se va a aprender de eso, principalmente el no dejar ir puntos, porque también, o sea, quedar eliminado por posición en la tabla es algo muy feo, o sea, ya ni siquiera es por por otra cosa, o sea, es literalmente por dejar puntos en la temporada, entonces siento sí. que esas son las cosas de las que tienen que aprender de Alonso y espero que este torneo ya las aprenda. Para hablar un poco sobre no rayados o rayadas, o vamos a hablar sobre eso, pero más sobre lo que haces para que la gente pueda conocerte un poco mejor. ¿Qué haces? ¿Cuál es tu trabajo? ¿Cuál es tu día a día? Covering, covering soccer. Bueno, generalmente eh, en el universal eh, lo que uh -huh. yo hago es escribir notas de refuerzos de reado, de quién se va. Y, por ejemplo, esto último, estas últimas semanas escribí desde lo de las escaleras eléctricas hasta el rumor de que Adam Barreiro lleva, lleva a Argentina. Eh, generalmente eso hago cuando no estoy yendo al estadio cuando voy al estadio tanto con campeones como con el universal lo que hago es grabar videos eh, mandar fotos de la cancha de los aficionados de cómo está el ambiente fuera del estadio y dentro del estadio y hacer pequeñas crónicas y notas sobre lo que está sucediendo en el momento además de también unos pequeños videos videos del gol si es posible y pues generalmente eso es lo que hago y mandar un pequeño reporte en en video de lo que sucedió o de un reporte previo vaya generalmente es lo que se hace and and how do you how did you get into it what's what, did you study for it was it was it always your dream how does how did you get into this career pues no yo no estudio nada parecido pero gracias a un hijo mío que me logró contactar con una chica que buscaba eh, gente que siguiera y de verdad apoyar al fútbol femenil aquí en Monterrey me, me dijo que te voy a contactar con esta chica que si la ayudas ser corresponsal aquí en Monterrey con las rayadas porque desde siempre yo desde que se jugaron partidos en el tecnológico yo seguía las rayadas y él me dijo que yo veo que tú las has seguido desde el comienzo porque no participas en este proyecto que es campeones MX y le dije sí está bien claro o sea no es que nada empezó como un hobby y no, la verdad no pensé llegar a trabajar para el universal en algún punto, porque todo esto empezó como un hobby y pues aquí estamos. Yeah, and that, that's really cool because, you know, it's, it's, you can tell that it just happened because of passion and, and, and what you have and you're a Rayados supporter, right? Sí. How did, how did that happen? Was it with your family or... Sí, eh, fue mi familia, de hecho mi hermano mayor fue quien me, me invitó al primer partido de rayados allá en el tecnológico y fue un jaguar de rayados, me acuerdo perfectamente y fuimos a lo que en ese tiempo era la zona de numerado y fue el primer partido que vi, me gustó mucho yo ya sabía un poco de fútbol pero no era tan seguidora pero a partir de ahí me hice super fanática y mi hermano tenía su abono en general, de hecho, y me dijo el próximo partido vamos a ir a general y ahí estuve, me encantaron los colores, me gustó mucho la pasión que se vivía en esa zona entonces de ahí una aficionada completamente iba cada 15 días al estadio y lo sigo haciendo En Sin Rayados recently fue um, recently their 75th birthday for Rayados Uh, you know, it brings back a lot of memories for me, for a lot of the fans. What's your favorite memory of of, of being a Rayados fan in general? Mi recuerdo favorito es la remontada ante Santos, allá mm, en tecnológico, yeah. porque la viví 
ahí dentro del estadio se puede, o sea, recuerdo cómo se podía sentir el estadio cayéndose, así como dicen la narración, se está cayendo a pedazos en tecnológico. De verdad se sentía la pasión de la gente, se sentía todo el estadio unido y era, fue de las pocas primeras veces para mí que no, pues no soy tan, desde dentro tan lejos de que viva, fue una de las mejores yeah. noches que, que he vivido con el equipo y pues aparte de toda la celebración, ¿no? Después de... And it was in the final. Mm. I, when people ask me about my, when 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 people ask me about my memories, I always bring that game up. But the problem is that I wasn't in the stadium. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. somewhere else in Monterrey, so I couldn't go to a lot of the games. But uh, this recent victory against Tigres, that was now since I do I did go to the stadium. Now that's my favorite uh, memory. Um, is it is it hard to be a reporter? Since you're a fan of the team, is it hard to be like objective and all that? No, no. Bueno, en un principio sí lo era, lo de pasar a gritar todos los goles, a de verdad dejar de gritar en los partidos fue muy difícil yeah. en un principio. O sea, se metía el gol y ya era de que, ah, no puedo gritar. Entonces, <laughs> en un principio sí fue muy difícil. De hecho, la primera vez que tuve a un jugador enfrente de mí, literal, fue imposible yeah. no contener la emoción claro que pasando pasando el tiempo ya te acostumbras a verlo te acostumbras a que no puedes gritar el gol y pues sí o sea ciertamente te vas acostumbrando mm-hmm. pero sí fue muy difícil en un principio yeah I bet actually when I went to this final the Concacaf I was gonna go as press but I decided not to go to just because it was gonna be too much like I wanted to scream and I wanted to do all the all the fan stuff Uh, is it in your plans to be to to keep being a reporter or what are your plans for the future in your career in sports? Pues le voy a seguir en esto un par de años más, al menos hasta que termine mi carrera. Uh-huh. Y de ahí seguir yendo como aficionado, a pesar de que estoy como reportera en el estadio, yo sigo renovando mi abono, no quiero perder mi lugar en el estadio, la verdad. Yeah. Entonces, un par de años más sigo con esto y luego ya, siguiendo sí, aficionado cada vez, volver a disfrutar lo que es estar en un partido en realidad como aficionado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and being a a woman in this industry of, you know, journalism, soccer, you know, it you hear a lot of stories. Have you faced any challenges in Monterrey or is it really very normal and, and nothing nothing too bad? Mm, yo personalmente no he he eh, tenido ninguna dificultad en esto, si acaso uno que otro comentario de los típicos de eres mujer, no sabes de fútbol o cosas así, más que nada de la gente común, pero fuera de eso no, todos han sido muy amables conmigo, o sea, en general todos son muy amables y uh-huh. siendo mujer no he presentado ningún tipo de eso, si acaso el hecho de cubrir el fútbol femenil es lo que es un poco más difícil porque a la gente no le atrae oh. tanto lo publicas y empiezan las críticas hacia el equipo el femenil que no va a crecer y cosas y eso es lo más difícil con lo que he tenido que batallar en esto pero por eso todo mm-hmm. ha sido muy agradable muy 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 padre la verdad yeah and and yeah I bet like it's it's probably I I have never had that experience of of being week to week covering a team but I I feel like it's a a great uh, little career. It could, it could be something really fun and enjoyable. Do you think, uh, since you go every single week, do you think uh, there needs to be more women? Do you want to see more women covering? Or is it? do you think it's a normal share or it doesn't really matter? A mí sí me gustaría ver a más mujeres cubriendo el deporte. Más que nada por ese tipo, mm-hmm. esos típicos comentarios que te mencioné antes que dicen que, dicen que las mujeres no... No sabemos de fútbol, cosas así, y yo, yo personalmente conozco a muchísimas chicas que saben bastante de esto, que han visto muchas cosas en el medio del fútbol, que tienen grandes sueños en esto del fútbol, y me siento que a veces se cohiben, porque ven que no, que la mayoría son hombres, que las pocas mujeres que hay, pues no, no tienen tanta, pues, reproducción, vaya, como los, 
como los hombres, que los hombres hacen un comentario de fútbol, y que si una mujer lo hace, generalmente se siente un poco más rechazada en ese aspecto, entonces me siento que si hubiera más mujeres en esto, muchas más chicas se atreverían a, a seguir ese sueño, digo, porque muchas tienen el sueño de incluso cubrir una copa del mundo o cosas así, entonces claro. siento que sí hace falta más que nada por inspiración, así como pues en el fútbol femenino yeah. pasó, sí. que muchas chicas querían ese sueño y no, no se atrevieron a perseguirlo hasta que salió la liga femenil. Yeah, of course. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, Janet. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of noise in my background. Fourth of July. So, yeah. No. It, no. It wasn't even. July no. It right wasn't. It wasn't even fireworks. It was just an ice cream truck oh, that really? was stuck behind my house <laughs> or, or behind oh. my apartment, and it just stayed yeah. there because a lot of people were going after it. So I didn't want to be rude, and I was asking a lot of the a lot of the questions Pat was asking. I was just messaging him on Twitter and be like, "Here, ask her this. Yeah. Ask her this. Ask her this." Um, <laughs> right. Because I I've taken so many journalism classes, I've kind of my degree is kind of journalism background, but I liked how you touched on the the, the comments. I I wanted to touch on a little bit about that stuff being a woman in journalism. Do, how do you deal when you see nasty comments? Because I know when I see women giving in their opinions, they'll say, "Hey, go back," you know they'll be really misogynistic they'll say hey go back to the kitchen go do this this and that how do you deal with stuff like that because i'm pretty sure i'm not sure maybe you're more thin skin than than other you don't let that bother you but i'm pretty sure there's other girls that that will really bother them so how do you deal with how do you deal with uh those type of comments yo generalmente prefiero ignorarlos prefiero no darles esa importancia porque siento que al final de cuentas es gente que busca un poco de atención eh, la verdad este pero sí o sea generalmente trato o de ignorarlos o incluso de mostrar todavía más que sí soy capaz de, de seguir en esto de estar en, en el medio del fútbol que sí se o sea demostrar lo que soy capaz vaya sin literalmente restregárselos en la cara simplemente dejar que lo que hago hable por mí misma y cuando veo que se lo hacen a alguna compañera o algo así, es como que tú de verdad no sabes lo mucho que estas chicas están esforzando porque te tienes que esforzar el doble. Siendo mujer te esfuerzas el doble para tratar de captar la atención en ese medio, sobre todo en los deportes. Entonces, yo personalmente no me siento tan afectada, pero como tú dices, hay otras chicas que sí les pega un poco más y que hacen que ya no quieran dar su opinión. Pero yo siento que el mejor consejo que se les puedo dar es ignorarlos y dejar que tu trabajo o tus palabras hablen por ti. And I wanted to ask, yeah. is there someone that inspired you to take this career? Is it another female journalist or someone that said, hey, you know you're going to, this is, you know, that you saw that they dealt with all of this. Do you, is there someone in particular that, you know, a female reporter or any kind of, it could be any, any reporter, but is there someone that inspired you to, you know, continue pursuing this career? Sí, de hecho, la chica que me metió en esto, Tatiana Briseño, ella se, ha sido una gran inspiración, aparte de un gran apoyo para mí en todo esto. O sea, ella lleva muy lejos. De hecho, ahorita, o hace unos hace unos días, se fue a, a esta semifinal que hubo entre Inglaterra y Estados Unidos, de la Copa del Mundo, y para mí eso fue que, wow, o sea, yo quisiera hacer eso algún día. Entonces, para mí ella es una gran inspiración, además de que, como te digo, ella me apoyó mucho, me ha incluso ayudado a, a corregir cosas que hacía mal en un principio y e incluso me ha seguido ayudando a crecer en este medio. Entonces, ella es una de las personas a las que más eh, admiración le tengo, la verdad. I, so, no, no news, no, no, none of that stuff. I, I, I wanted to ask you before we switch that topic. Who's your favorite Raya? I know you're a journalist and everything, but who's your favorite Rayada and Rayado at the moment? Rayado, Nico Sánchez. En el momento siento que pues él nos dio la coca y de Rayadas Rebeca Bernal. Y quería tocar con Rebeca Bernal. I wanted to touch on Rebeca Bernal because she recently got called up to play for the Pan American Games for Mexico. And I just wanted to get your opinion on her. Like, how do you think she can end up in Europe or what's her potential? Siento que su potencial sí está en Europa. La verdad, es una excelente seleccionada mexicana, es una excelente eh, defensa central. En realidad, ha sido muy buena jugadora. Siento que casi no, 
o sea, sí cometo errores como todas, pero siento que son errores muy muy puntuales, o sea, no es una jugadora que generalmente se está equivocando. Entonces siento que sí tiene la calidad para irse a Europa. Eh, si quisiera que se quedara en rayadas más tiempo, mucho más tiempo, pero de que tiene la calidad, la tiene. For people who have never gone to a Rayadas game, what do you tell them to say, hey, go support the, the Rayadas? Like, is there something you tell them? Because I know a lot of people still don't go to their games. Pues principalmente, yo les diría, dense la oportunidad de verlas porque mucha gente cree que es aburrido, que las niñas juegan con miedo o algo así, pero es porque no se dan la oportunidad de verlas. La verdad, las chicas le ponen demasiado esfuerzo, juegan sin miedo completamente van por todo con tal de ganar el juego. De hecho, es raro o casi no he visto un juego de, de femenil que quede 0 a 0 o 1 a 1. Son poquísimos los juegos que han quedado así. Pero estas chicas sí van a ganar. Si incluso si pueden volver al rival, lo hacen. Entonces son juegos muy intensos, de mucha calidad. Y sinceramente las chicas necesitan el apoyo de su afición. Siempre, 100%. Son... Es un ambiente muchísimo más familiar el que se vive en la liga femenil, la verdad. Y es algo muy padre de vivir. Y las chicas son 100% agradecidas a su afición. No son unas chicas arrogantes que van a ignorar a la afición completamente. Siempre son muy agradecidas y siempre buscan dar lo mejor, dar un mejor espectáculo, dar el mejor resultado a la afición. Son muy apasionadas y yo siento que si la gente se da la oportunidad de ir a verlas, van a notar esas esos aspectos en ellas y van a ver que de verdad están muy comprometidas a lo que hacen y al equipo, a los, a los colores están muy comprometidas a eso. ¿Y tú crees que como, like in Europe, hay, no sé cómo todos los clubes en Europa, uh, los, los ultras andan con sus, sus uh, women's squads, pero PSG, ellos no hacen que the, the, the atmosphere for the for the women's squad they try to make it they try to do what they do for the men's and they try to do it for the women's too like they'll do tifos they'll do flares they'll do chants do you think that 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 will ever go to mexico too for 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 like, do you think the ladies would like to see that este, siento que no les molesta mucho, de hecho, pues las veces que se ha llenado el estadio ellas mismas han dicho que les gusta mucho la porra, la adicción que estuvo presente en las finales y todo ese rollo, pero no sé si llegue a causa, las únicas veces que he visto el estadio ha sido lleno, ha sido en las finales, y digo, generalmente es un ambiente muy tranquilo, muy, muy amigable, Ajá. entonces no sé, no sé hasta, hasta qué punto pueda llegar eso aquí. Sí. Because, like I said, uh, the supporters, they, obviously, there's not going to be a lot of, I mean, there's a good amount of them, but there's not like it is for the men's because obviously the men's, you know, they have, you know, th their stadium is way bigger, but they try to replicate what they do for the men. For the for the women, they, they like I said, they do tifos, they do chants, they do drums, they, they go all out. Do you think that ultras there in Monterrey, do you think that they should be supporting the women's squad equally? Sí, yo siento que sí deberían de hacerlo, sobre todo con esto del patrocinador, lo que sucedió. Y de que sí. O sea, si la misma directiva, si... Sí, o sea, si la misma directiva no le da la importancia que le da igual al equipo de Arnold, siento que nadie en realidad lo va a hacer. There's so many different ultras that I know there's one ultra that just supports the women. Do you think that everybody just needs to come together and just form one group that supports both men, you know, the women and men? Or do you think it's better that they're all separate? Mm, I me gustaría que se unieran, pero también es muy diferente el cómo, cómo es una y cómo es la otra. Muy, ambientes muy distintos entre una y otra, entonces... No sé si en este punto me gustaría que se unieran, pero sí sería algo muy agradable de ver, supongo. Uh, I think that, I think eso es todo. Uh, before it gets too loud here, <laughs> um, I, I want to just say thank you for doing this. I've been wanting to get you on because you are one of my favorite like reporters for like game day stuff. 
because you do video, you do you do rec- you know you do the post game, your pregame and post game, so you do a lot of stuff uh, around the stadium. So like I've been really, really and I I know that once the season starts, I know you're gonna be really really busy. So I really do appreciate you doing this, Pat. If you wanna say anything yeah. to her, so before we go. No, I agree. We really appreciate it for taking your time and doing this. We wanted to take advantage before you you were too busy in the during the season. So thank you for doing this. Uh, great preview of both squads. Um, and yeah, you know, thank you. And tell the people where they can follow you so they can get uh, you know the information. Bueno, muchas gracias por invitarme. Saben que encantada. Y sus pues, en cualquier red social como arroba guión bajo Janet Garza con J y TH. Y pues muchas gracias por invitarme. La verdad me gustó mucho platicar sobre rayados y rayadas. Y espero so, volver a, en alguna otra ocasión. We'll definitely have you on again. Sure. I just want to say just again, thank you. I look forward to this season. I, I like I said, you're the the person I always retweet when it comes to like in-game stuff. So again, just thank you, and I hope you know. I I wish you the best this season, next season, or and you know just anything career-wise. So I just you know I wish you the best because so far you've done everything that I kind of want like to see you know in a reporter. So again, I I, I just want to say thank you for doing this. Muchas gracias. Y pues también espero que este podcast siga creciendo muchísimo más. A mí me gustó bastante y sí los he escuchado. Entonces sí siento que van a seguir creciendo muchísimo más. Y pues de nuevo, gracias. All right. Uh, so for Pat, Janet, uh, um, Eduardo, I will post this on Monday. This is our season preview uh, for both the men and women's squad. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this.